When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. This is Sports Day. Good afternoon and welcome to the summer edition of Sports Day SA. Paul Bonzer and Dan Menzel with you again. You can be part of the show. The Just Quality Home Improvements open line is one 736 736 We'd love to hear from you. Or you can text in 0427 154 G'day, Menz. How are you? I'm going well, thanks, Bonds. Uh, a little bit brighter outside today, which has been great. How's your day been? Uh, good. Busy, but, you know, as always, you know, up and about, but we're doing stuff. But it's good to see that uh, no rain was about today. No, which is great for us here in Adelaide and for the Redbacks as well, although maybe not so mm. much in terms of how they're going. But we'll get into that and we'll get into the T20 and the cricket well, we will, thanks to Irrigear, to save time and water. Irrigear is here. Irrigear offers expert advice and a better irrigation solutions. And we got a win last night, men. We did. On the back of one man, Glenn Maxwell. Oh, he goes high. He goes long. But maximum. That's Maxwell at his best. Oh, that is a magnificent hit. For another six. 23 from that over. Game on. Just like that, exactly like that. A reverse lap for six, and that brings up his 50 as well of 28 deliveries. Oh, starts off with a maximum, straight out of the middle, onto tier number three. No, he goes towards midwicket and clears him by a distance. Back-to-back sixes for Glenn Maxwell. He gets a hundred. Goes for four, and it's a 47-ball hundred. Equals Josh Inglis and Aaron Finch to be the fastest hundreds for Australia. And he's gone straight and finished it off in style. What a century this has been. What an innings this has been from Glenn Maxwell. Record equaling 400 in T20 internationals. Tying with Rohit Sharma. And more importantly, kept Australia in the series. There probably wasn't a, a number, I think, at the back end that we sort of set ourselves to, but we just thought if we could sort of stay in the hunt for at least until the last over and give ourselves a chance, uh, you never know. If we get a couple out of the middle, we might stay in the game. And uh, we did did really well just to keep ourselves in the game until the final, uh, final over. Yes, well done. Glenn Maxwell kept us in the game and in the series. So 2-1 down with two more T20s to go in that series against India. We chased down 222. And made it five down for 225. Now, interestingly, Guy Quad made 123 not out of 57 deliveries. Didn't get man of the match. Glenn Maxwell, man of the match, 104 not out. Absolutely astounding. But Bonds, I reckon this is the first time in the history of international cricket that a bowl, that someone has bowled one over and gone none for 30 and been player of the match. 
<laughs> That's actually pretty staggering when you think about it. It is, it is amazing. Uh, I mean, well done, and he deserved absolutely everything. But when I had a look at his bowling stats, I thought maybe you want to take a week or two just to add to it. Not, none for 30 from his one over. He certainly got those runs back. Needed 21 off the last over to win, and it went four to Wade, a single. Then Max went six, four, 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 game over. Well done. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, we got a caller on the line, men's. It's uh, Phil. Welcome to Sports ASA, Phil. Yeah, good day, Paul. Good day, men's. Uh-huh. Enjoying the summer show, and I love the rankings. So you can fire off all these things in a hurry. And I've got some rankings for you to consider. Well, Ooh. Phil, before, um, you, before you do, we know this voice. This is Phil Hurden, who uh, you will hear calling the Adelaide Giants games. Good to have you on the show, Phil. What do you got for us again? Yeah, thanks, give, us a, give us your well, rankings. Well, just watch out for the Giants bias, I guess. Okay, the top five <laughs> SA sports teams. So call it the SA Supreme Poll, based on weekly performance. Um, so it's five one. Number five, Adelaide Crows AFLW. Less, yes, they lost. It was narrow. They had a great season. Shame it could have been a great one. At four, the Adelaide United women's team. They had one point from their first five games went to Suncorp Stadium, which we know, state of origin, very pro-Queensland. They held Brisbane raw to one all draw, got their second point, got off the bottom. That deserves a ranking. Third spot, um, speaking Adelaide United, the men. They got shellacked by Sydney FC two weeks ago, responded as they should have, 3-1 win at Western United last week. That puts them at number three. Uh, that leaves me with two. Uh, here's the bias. Adelaide Giants in the baseball. Now, they went to Perth, won all four games. A sweep is pretty rare in the ABL. A sweep visiting Perth, very rare. And Perth did not lead all weekend. Absolutely dominated. Giants off to their best start. Normally, I reckon that would be good for number one. But number one, without a doubt, the Adelaide Strikers, WBBL. They've won five in a row. They're the minor premiers playing for all the marbles this Saturday. And I had to go back and look up. When was the last time a South Australian side won back-to-back championships? I reckon it's the 36ers and the Thunderbirds in 98 and 99. Good luck to the girls on Saturday night. That's my top five. Disagree if you're guilty. <laughs> Phil, thanks for your I call. Like it, Phil. Done a lot of work there, Phil. Uh, that, that's awesome. And, and yeah, I'm quite surprised he didn't put the Giants number I one. I am too, actually. <laughs> I think he's potentially had a look at a couple of my rankings tomorrow night for the top of the tree. Uh, but I love the stat on uh, Perth, and they did not trail to them, the Adelaide Giants, yes. all weekend. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a good top five. The Strikers, WBBL, the Adelaide Giants, and Adelaide United men's team. Those top three are going really well at the moment. Unfortunately, probably the rest of them I wouldn't put in any ranking because they're, they're not going that well. And that's why the, the Crows what? AFL women's team yes. is going to be out. Well, they are out, sorry. Yeah. So they they won't be in it. And Adelaide United Women's going okay. But, and Phil um, was focusing on the South Australian teams, which is unlike your top of the tree, which is tomorrow night. 36ers didn't get a look in. It, well, that's probably fair enough, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, it might be. But if they win two games on the weekend, they might be. Correct, correct. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it's it's, it's good. I, the, I think we, we did toy with doing the Adelaide teams and the rankings there, but... Potentially with the Adelaide Crows women's finish and the Strikers WBBL will be finished this weekend too. So probably just not enough in the competition, which is why yep. we've gone Australia-wide. 
But um, yeah, I don't mind that, Phil. Give us a call every week with those updated <laughs> statistics. We, we, we love having the chat. Yeah, Phil Hurden there. He's, uh, oh, I've been around the, the sporting world for a little while in Adelaide. And yes, he is the voice of the Giants. And you'll hear him uh, at all the Giants home games. The only thing is, hmm. with the Strikers finishing this weekend and the Giants going so well, if he calls up every week, he'll have the Giants at one every single week, <laughs> which he probably should too. We got a text in from Brett. Uh, gee whiz, guys, do you think that commentator was enjoying that maxi innings or what? A uh, bit tongue-in-cheek there from Brett. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure they weren't very happy the way Maxi was smashing it around. Thanks for your interaction, Brett. You, you can know- text in on 0427 154 It's a great text, Brett. Do you know what would make them even less happy is if we, from 2-0 down and being <laughs> pantsed in the series, come back and win 3-2, to two, be just like the ODI World Cup final. Let's have a look at the Sheffield Shield going on. Uh, sort of started really well. We had Victoria Forfa and then Sammy Harper came in and smashed 100. Um, and in the end, Victoria were bowled out for 278. Harper finished on 151. Kellaway 47. Um, our boy Wes, Wes Agar, 5 for 45. Doggett, 4 for 73. And we got off to well, basically a horrible start. We were yep. 4 for 16. And that included Alex Carey. Well, it's fu- it's very similar to Victoria's start, four yes. for twenty nine. Yes. So it shows that it's not necessarily the easiest wicket to bat on, but what it does show is if you come out and you're aggressive and you play and try and put the pressure back on the bowlers. Sam Harper did one hundred and fifty one off one hundred and four balls, and Jake Fraser McGurk. We know he only ha- he only knows one way to play. He does one hundred and one off one hundred and six delivery. So. It's showing that that is potentially the way to play. We we trail currently by 37 runs. They're number 11 or four overs. So what would you be comfortable chasing down, Bonds? Um, anything under 250. Yeah. I think if Victoria make 250, they're in the box seat. Uh, it'll be uh, it, What we're going to do, hopefully, is get a result. Well, no, we should. Uh, yeah, we should. Still got two days to go. Correct. Still two days to go. So you would expect a result to definitely happen. But you're right. We we need to take some early wickets like we did in the first innings because otherwise we're going to be all up against it and they will get to dictate the game. There was an interesting moment in the game today. Fraser McGurk was on about 50. He played at a ball to the off spinner. It went to first slip. There was half an appeal. He got given out. He was walking off the oval. And Victoria called him back because he didn't hit it. He missed it by, wow. he missed it by a mile. Called back by Victoria. So he got called back. I think Sam Harper uh, behind the stumps went, he got nowhere near that. We yep. can't. We can't. Yeah. So uh, well done to Victoria, um, which I don't say that very often. No. Well, and the we, other part of that is mm. Fergus O'Neill, five for 28 off of 18 overs. That's great bowling. A, that's great. Uh, economy rate of 1.53. So he's one that we're going to have to watch out for in the second knock. Bit of a bit of a swinger of the ball, just moves it around a bit. Not yeah. express pace by any means, but hits lines and lengths. And on, obviously on this track, that's what you need to do. And for those wondering, Alex Carey, just the one. Just the one. Just the one today. Jake Lehman, the skipper, eight as well. So lucky that McGurk, Liam Scott made 50 and Ben Menenti, 51 or 44 deliveries, got us back in the game. We have got another big show for you. Adelaide United uh, youngster Giuseppe Bovellino. I'm looking forward to chat, chatting to him later in the show. Uh, just a youngster, 18, and played in all four games this season. Yeah, it must be a bit of a whirlwind for him this season because he's sort of come from nowhere and he's playing. He's playing in the same side as Nestor, and Kunda. They've got a nice, young, youthful squad at the moment and they're playing some great football, Adelaide United. 
Overs and unders, we're going to do that again. A new segment for us and a movie of the week. It's my choice this week, Mance. Oh, I'm looking forward to this. I, I uh, forgot we've got this tonight, so yeah. I'm interested to see whether you go an older movie or maybe a new one. I'll give you a clue. Are you wearing Jordans at the moment? Uh, somewhere on me. I've got Jordans somewhere, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all do it, Ty. So, uh, yes, that's a little hint to my movie Ooh, of the week. I like it. Coming up. Uh, right here on Sports ASA. And we are here for Lumo Energy. Switch to the affirmative. Join Lumo Energy today and Kia. Kia, it's epic range. They are a magnificent vehicle. The Kia Sportage, the Celtos and the EV6 GT. More summer edition of the Sports ASA right after this. Welcome back to the Summer Edition of Sports Day SA. Bonds and Men's with you. We're here for just quality home improvements. The open line, that is, 1300 736 736. You can call in, say g'day, tell us what's on your mind. Did you like the way Maxi batted last night? Or you can text in 0427 Just like uh, Brett did before. Um, but uh, it's time for overs and unders, men's. Um, thanks to Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested, and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. And there's a bottle right behind me here. It's good. It is good. It's good stuff. Very good. All right, you going first, or am I going first? I'll go first on this one. So overs and unders. I'm it's, gonna... it's pretty easy. So you 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 have a statement, and then I think I give you my feedback to whether it's over or under. Correct. So I'm going to start with the NBL. Okay. And I'm going to start with our Adelaide 36ers. We'll yep. finish six on the table at the end of the home and away season, which mm. means they're in the playoffs. Uh, I think that is overs. Oh, they're not making it. I think they'll miss out. Yeah, probably. I think there's just too many other good teams, and they're losing four in a row at the start to hurts. Them. Massive game yep. tomorrow night. Massive. Yep. Massive. Uh my overs and unders. The Redbacks will lose by fifty runs. Oh, I think that's uh, I think that's unders. I think they're going to lose by more. Oh, because Victoria is batting first, so we will obviously have to bat last and chase last. I'm not sure what the pitch won't be as good as what it has been, and I just think that they're going to make maybe two sixty, two seventy, and we might struggle to get two hundred. Okay, hope I'm wrong, but I think that's unders. They win by sixty or seventy. Uh, Bonds, the Crows will win two of their first four games in the 2024 AFL season. Now, would you like to know how they're playing in the first yes, four Yes, please. Rounds? Gold Coast away, Geelong at home, Fremantle away, Melbourne at home. That's tough. Um, I think you are unders there. They'll win three of the first Wow. Four. I looked at this and I thought if they can win two or even three, as you just said, that will set their season up beautifully. They, if they win three, they'll play finals. If they win three of their, that first four, it's I a think they win three. Um, speaking of the Crows, Isaac Rankin will kick fifty goals next season. That's overs. I don't think he will kick fifty goals next season, and not because he can't, but I think he's going to play a little bit more through the midfield as well. Okay. Uh, we know how good the Crows' forward line is, so they're not relying on him to kick 50 goals. So I don't think he will. I think a few other guys will pop up and high thirties, forties, yeah, low forties. I would say. I would, have, I would have said 39, so high 30s, yep. Uh, Adelaide United will score 60 goals this season in the A-League, which last year Melbourne City scored 61. It's the most in the A-League that's in this a format. It's a lot. It's, it's 2.25 goals a game. We're currently on track for 75 at this rate. You're unders because we, we're on track and yes. we're flying. We so I'm going to call that unders. We will break the record and score the most, go, most go, goals love, ever in the A-League. I hope we do. I love that Cannot goal. Cannot speak tonight for some reason. Um, I'm going to Port Adelaide now. Todd Marshall would kick 42 goals 
Oh, overs or unders? I'm going to say, oh, that's hard. It's hard to go over with that. I really hope he does not. Yeah, because I think he, yeah, he's averaging in the 30s, I would have thought. 36 last year is what Sammy just mentioned. So I think it's going to be around the same amount. Uh, They might not be as successful next year. So I'm going to say that Mm. is overs at 42. Um, On to Adelaide. Jordan Dawson will poll 21 votes in the Brownlow medal next year. He got 20 this year, just for reference. Yeah, um, I will go unders. I think he'll have a better year than he had last year. Yep. And he's also a bit more uh, noticeable now after his good year. I believe so generally you poll better in your second year. It's a great point. I believe he should have polled more than 20 yes. this year anyway. So, yeah, I probably agree with you on that. You're going to love this one. Port Adelaide will finish eighth in 2024. Oh, Is that overs or unders? Um, I had him finishing eighth last year and I was a little bit on the unders there <laughs> because we know what they did, but uh, I think their draw is much harder this year. There's going to be a few better teams. I'm going to have them right around the mark. Uh, can I go equals and say they'll finish eighth? Sure. I'm going to do that. I, we make up the rules here, don't we? Yeah, I think... Uh, or does Sam... I think Sam makes up the rules. You've absolutely the nailed boss. the line. He will nail it. Great. All right. You've nailed the line there. Hey, let's go to the AFLW Grand Final this weekend. Yes. They will get 8,000 people in to watch the game between North Melbourne and Brisbane. For reference, last year's Grand Final, 7,400 between Brisbane and Melbourne up there. Isn't it sold out, though? Isn't Icon Park sold out? So how much does that hold? I think it holds 10. Yeah, so... So I think you're unders. Well, does that mean they get all 10,000 well, in? maybe not. Because there's there's different... There's people that have bought tickets a while ago thinking the Crows will be in it. No, I, th- I think it's unders because I think it's in Victoria. I think uh, I think they'll get 10,000. I think nine, but that means it's unders anyway. Yep. Yeah. Um, speaking of crowds, uh, WBBL final here in Adelaide, Saturday night, we will get 15,000 people there. It is at Adelaide Oval, so... With the weather looking as good as it is, I think that is unders. We're going to get 15,100 to the game. 15,001. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be great. I mean, get along. It is, it is um, as Phil said at the start of the show, they're the best team in Adelaide right now. They might be the best team in the country. And so definitely get along to that final. Text in if you agree or disagree with any of those. 0427154166. Overs and unders was thanks to Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold pressed in the northern Victoria. And men's a little uh, community update thanks to Firecoat. Be alert and prepare this bushfire season. Stay up to date on all bushfire warnings with the South Australian Country Fire Service, visit cfs.sa.gov.au. This community update was thanks to new fire coat, the first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions. It's available at Bunnings Warehouse. Yeah, we might, uh, before we go to the break, uh, an update in the cricket score, if you've got it there. Yes. The Redbacks taking on Victoria. Victoria in their second innings currently. Uh, they are one for 12, I think, at Stumps. Um, and Wes got a wicket. A late wicket. Big wicket. Yeah, that is a huge wicket. Marcus Harris yeah, on just, your bike. Oh, that, that is massive because you know how good Marcus Harris can be. Another catch to Kez. Just a little bit of momentum there for the Redbacks to take into day three tomorrow. We need to keep them under 200, 220, I would say. I know Kez didn't make any runs. Yep. But he took five catches, no buys. Yep. He's the best glove man in Australia. He is, and he could come out and hit 30 or 40 and win the game for us in the second he, innings. He makes 100 in the second innings and wins the game and uh, walks off the ground waving his bat. To the uh, 250 people that'll be there. Yeah, it'd be a nice way for him to move into the Test Series. Be lovely. Come on, Kez. Come on, the Redbacks. (laughs) 
All right, after the uh, yeah, after the break, we're going to speak to young gun Giuseppe Bobolino from Adelaide United, right here on the Summer Edition of Sports Day SA. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV, Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. Welcome back to Sports Day SA, and we are here for Just Quality Home Improvements open line. It's 1300 736 736. Give us a call or text in 0427 154 166. Just Quality Home Improvements, experts in roller shutters, plantation shutters, outdoor blinds, artificial lawn and roof restoration. Just like Mac of Mobry has, Maxi has an additional cricket chromosome that can't be replicated. The big show is a freak in every way. And we've got another another text here. Surely Harris not playing this summer after two failures. Uh, Men's, um, we've got a very special guest now, thanks to Tire Power, the holiday getaway sale. It's on now. Get up to $200 off Michelin Pilot Sport Range. And we got a youngster from the from Adelaide United, uh, Giuseppe Bobolino. Welcome to Sports Day SA. Hello, how are you? Good. Uh, look, I, I just want to re- look. Recently, you started uh, got a scholarship with Adelaide United. I want to know a little bit about that, and tell us a little bit a bit about your football journey and then what led up to that scholarship. Yeah, thanks, guys. Um, also, yeah, just recently signed a scholarship with Adelaide United. Um, I was from, from Adelaide and I, I grew up playing for Croydon Kings in my junior days, under 12, and went to the, like the state project, call it like um, the FSA back then, um, and been there since uh, under 18, which I was about 15, and from 15 I got put into the uh, United Youth Team and been there since. It's a it's a great story for Adelaide United and for yourself, Giuseppe. So the four matches so far this season, did you see yourself coming in and having an impact straight away? Nah, look, like if if you know someone said before the season it would play out like this, I would I would you know I would I wouldn't believe it. But I'm very grateful for you know the coaching staff, you know, for believing me, giving me the opportunity, and you know making my debut and you know making my starting debut and. And starting off the season quite well as a, as a team perspective, um, yeah, just really, really grateful for it. Yeah, the team has started really well, and we'll get onto that soon. But I want to stay on you, Giuseppe. You're playing right back at the moment in the senior team, in the senior squad. Is that your number one position? That's where you'll be for the rest of your career? Or is it still at just 19 years of age, a real learning curve for you and see what happens? It might be right mid. It could be a winger. It could be somewhere else we might see you. Yeah, yeah, look, you never know with those sort of things. Um, but at the moment, you know, I see myself playing, you know, right or left back. I'm confident on both feet. So for the for the moment, Carl and, and the coaching staff see me in that position. You know, you never know what can happen one day. But now I see myself as a right back or left back, you know. Giuseppe, there's a group of youngsters that Carl has brought into the team and it obviously gives some life to the team and some young legs running around on the field on the pitch, uh, but you've seen what's happened to Nestory. Does that give you a little bit of feeling about, hey, if I keep going down this track, there might be a big payday for me coming down the track? Yeah, exactly right. Not not just so much the payday, like more the, you know, the dream of a young kid, you know, yes. growing up, you know, just wanting to 
uh, you know, one day end up in Europe. But um, yeah, as you see, what happened with Nesta, you know, it opens it opens the doors for for a lot of a lot of young players, and and it gives, like you said, some some of us, you know, to strive because you know if if that means if they're looking, you know, Nesta, you know, that means they must be watching the the games and the league, and you know, just just keep working hard and performing well, and you never know, like a team could come, could come knocking. Yeah, certainly could, and hopefully they do. We're chatting with Adelaide United young star Giuseppe Bovalina. Giuseppe, 3-1 win on the weekend at Mars Stadium over Western United. 22 shots to 23 shots in the game. So it's it's an attacking style of football that uh, Carl has you playing. You must love that, uh, just all-out attack, but at the same time, some defending in there. Yeah, yeah, a lot well. On the weekend, you know, Western Western United are, are a top side. Um, they got quality players all over the park, and it was a it was a it was a good 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 desperation, especially for not just you know the whole team, especially with the back four and the and goalkeeper. You know, throw, throwing ourselves on the body, throwing ourselves on the line, you know, a lot during the game it was a lot of defending for us to do. Um, they had chances, but we were just you know desperate, you know, to make a block or and you know celebrate it like a goal because uh, they're just equally more sometimes more important because if you don't concede you know you can't lose so yeah it's a good point it's a really good point now we are really putting teams away when we hit the lead 3-1 on the weekend against Western United 6-0 earlier in the season against Melbourne City and 3-0 to start the season you must have so much confidence one as a group but also when you hit the front you must be thinking all right there's more to come here it's not just going to stay one nil we're going to be able to put more in the back of the net yeah exactly right we've had a we've had a good start to the season um you know it's it's pretty much all down to the hard work in pre-season that the coaching staff was putting us through and us players doing the work and you know having that that taste for goal but also you know we had we did have one slip up but you know we've been you're pretty good defensively this season as well so far. Um, so, yeah, we've just been trying to focus on, you know, if we can tighten up at the back, then we know that we've got that, that quality and that confidence. Like you said, once one goes in, we know we can put two, three and keep going, so on. You spoke about defence and obviously you play a big part in that, but there's another guy who plays a pretty big part in that, uh, Joe Gauchy in goals. Want you to give us your feedback and and your thoughts on him and how important he is and whether he gives you feedback during the game. Oh, look, definitely, Jay's. Uh, I think, in in my in my personal opinion, he's the best goalkeeper in the league. Um, you know, and he's getting a, a sniff at the the Socceroos, which he deserves. Putting all the hard work in and, and good performances, and yeah, definitely him um, as a as a more Still a young player, but as a more like experienced, leading from the back sort of guy, like you said, guides us through the games. You know, especially in those set pieces, he's very vocal, very you know dominant. Dominant makes 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 it clear on what we need to do, and it's it's really good to have someone like that. And and off the pitch, he's a lovely guy, so we all get along, which is good. And on the pitch, you know, we know what what we need to do, and he he demands that from us, which is good. You mentioned the Socceroos. Is that a goal for you as well? Yeah, definitely. Definitely one day. But, you know, the main focus is on here in Adelaide at the moment, just trying to trying to play more games, gain more confidence, you know, do well with the team. And like you said, it could, could come. But, yeah, just, just working hard as can, can do what only I can do. 
now, the pitch. Now, Giuseppe, you, we mentioned that you play right back. Would you prefer to set the goals up in your position and uh, end up on the assist score sheet, or would you actually prefer to put them in the back of the net? Oh, look, uh, it's, always, it's always a trick question in, in, in football, but I, as long as you know, as long as the team does well, if it's me scoring, me assisting, or someone else scoring, you know, the mainly the main the main the main goal is the three points at the end of the game. But yeah, it would it would, lovely, lovely to score, lovely to assist, but you know, just happy for the team really. What I took from that was you'd love to score more than assist, which is fine, mate. I think most people would agree with that. Um, hey, we had your teammates on uh, over the past few weeks. We had Ryan Tunnicliffe, we had Ryan Kiddo on, and I asked them about who their team is. If it's a Premier League team, a team around the world, who they support, and they're both big Man United supporters. Uh, we know that Nestor has gone to Bayern Munich. Who do you potentially or have you followed growing up? Uh, growing up, um, as in a, having an Italian background, my my team is uh, AC Milan in, in Italy. So that's that's all my my favourite team, and you know they they didn't do too well this morning in the Champions League, but I'm sure I'm sure that, that they'll, they'll they'll wind it up and and find find form again. What's your favourite home cooked meal? Or probably Mum's lasagna. Oh, beautiful! You, you mentioned Giuseppe. You mentioned AC Milan in Italy, so. Would it definitely, Bonds asked a question, would it definitely be the Socceroos over Italy if uh, both came knocking? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I grew up well, grew up in, in in Australia. You know, yep. you never know with those things. But, yeah, I love I love where I live and and, and love I love where my, my background is from. So, equally, it's both important to me. Yes, good, good. Now, MacArthur away on Monday night. Back-to-back away trips. Have you ever been to MacArthur before? Nah, I've never I've never been to Sydney, which um wow. which will be will be exciting. Um, but yeah, look, MacArthur will be a good team, and they've they've got a an Asian Cup game midweek, so we can you know could could give us advantage, but we can't take anything lightly. They're a top quality side, um, like you said, away from home. But I'm sure I'm sure if we go in there with the right mindset and and all all feeling well, I'm sure we can get the three points and bring it back to Adelaide. Giuseppe, before we let you go, I just want to ask you a question about your number. Is that a number you chose, or were you just handed the number forty-three? No, I, well, I got it, I got given it um, at the start of last, uh, like the NPL season yeah. in Adelaide. But I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with it, and it's done well with me so far. So I, I think I'm going to stick to it for now. Look, best of luck against Macarthur, and as you said, we hope you bring uh, home those three points for us. Exactly. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks, Giuseppe. Great work. Giuseppe uh, Bobolino there and uh, the young gun. He's only only 18 years old. Yeah, it's oh, it's great. We've got Nestorio and Kunda in there. We've yep. got Giuseppe. There's a few other guys that are under the age of 22 as well. So, yeah, Carl's clearly got a strategy there and it is working. The energy these guys are bringing the team is first class and... Um, yeah, look, he's got a good head on him shoulder on his shoulders for such a young kid, Giuseppe. So yeah, hopefully like he can continue on and uh, that form will will stay. And he'll play it right back. He'll play it left back. He'll play wherever he needs to. Is what he basically said there, which is great to hear. Yeah. So Monday night, the game was originally on Sunday, but it's been moved to Monday night. So uh, make sure you tune in and cheer on the on the Reds. Well, without a doubt, cheer him on. Mm. I mean, I mentioned this a little bit earlier now over and overs and unders. Bonds. One of my questions around Adelaide United. 
They are on track this year to score 75 goals, which would be by far the most ever in the A-League in this format. So it'd be amazing for guys like Giuseppe, even at right back, Nestor out front would be unbelievable to play in. But to a team that's scoring two and a half goals a game, it's a great team to play in, but it's also a great team to watch. So yes. either tune in on the TV or get along to a game at Highmarsh. It's a great spectacle out of United and at the moment. And don't be surprised if you see Giuseppe sneak down and put one in the back yes, of the net. He the likes to score. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tiger Woods is uh, going to play golf again, men's. He is going to. It's great to see. I mean, he's the GOAT in golf terms. It could be Clearly. all the sports if you want to go that way. But uh, he's, he's looking at returning to the Hero Challenge this week. We might have a listen to him right now. I love competing. I love playing. Um, I, I miss being out here with the guys. Uh, I, I miss the camaraderie and the fraternity like atmosphere out here and the overall banter. I, but what drives me is I, I love to compete. Uh, there will come a point in time, I, I haven't come around to it fully yet, that um, I won't be able to win again. Um, when that day comes, and I'll, I'll walk. But I, well, now I can walk. Uh, I won't say run away, but I'm going I'm to walk away. So you being here assumes <laughs> you think you can still win out here? Uh, absolutely. Love that. That's Tiger talking yes. about being able to compete, but also win. And that is the Hero Challenge this weekend. So it would be great to see him back. The following for him at any golf event is still amazing. Um, As it would be. I'd, I'd still follow him around. Without a doubt. Why wouldn't you? And, and the fact that he's going, if I can walk, I can win. It's awesome, isn't it? Love that confidence. <laughs> and uh, that was very interesting to hear. But what I'm more interested to hear from Tiger is when he spoke about live golf. Well, I think all, all the parties are talking and we're aggressively working on trying to get a, a deal done. We're all trying to make sure that it, that the process is, is better too as well. And so the implementation of, of governance is some of the, is one of the main topics as long as getting the deal done, uh, but make sure that's done the right way. Tiger, does this deal need to happen in your mind or, or would some, does the deal have to happen or would an alternative, a plan B, a different deal make sense we as have well? Multiple, we have multiple options, uh, but still uh, we would would like to have a, a deal done December 31st. I mean, that's what we, uh, that's what the agreement said, you know, the summer and all parties understand that, but there, there are other options out there. Wow. That's, uh, I mean, we, we know John Rahm just signed a $600 million deal. Allegedly. Well, it, I saw something yesterday that looked like it right. was a bit more confirmed and concrete. But we we said it here, and I, everyone I've spoken to has said the exact same thing. Hang on, haven't they merged together now? So why mm. would these players be getting paid? I thought they'd missed out on the payday. Oh, I thought they had too. But with what Tiger has just said then, they are all going to try and effectively go across and all be the same thing. But that tells me Tiger's not going to go across and get paid zero extra dollars. No way. So how much money is Live Golf paying? If they've given John Rahm 600, I can't see Tiger getting much less. We know their bank account's quite deep. Correct. Their pockets well, are very, very That's an understatement. Very but, deep. but that means they're going to be walking out for, I don't know, maybe 50 more players or maybe, I don't know how many they want in their teams. But that is, if you've got a calculator at home, you do the mathematics on $600 million by that's, about 30 or 40 that's, that's US your money. dollars too. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah. So December 31st. So that's um, so that's only a month away, Bonds. We're going to see some money go under the table and uh, get some transactions done over the next month. Uh, WBBL men. So we had the eliminator last night, the Heat and the Thunder. The Heat got the win 
Um, Amelia Kerr made 48. Grace Harris made 45. Hannah Darlington, three for for the Thunder. Um, and uh, in reply, the Thunder could only manage uh, 129 for 125. So the Heat are into the Challenger, which is played tonight against the Scorchers. It is. So the winner of that game takes on the Strikers, our Strikers, yes. in the final yes. on the weekend. Saturday night. It is Saturday night here at Adelaide Oval. Yes. So... Just on that game, Brisbane Heat versus Sydney Thunder. Thunder have been real patchy throughout this tournament, so I'm not surprised that the Heat got the job done. Is Grace Harris, if if Brisbane can get over Perth, who are just stumbling a little bit at the moment. They've lost their last three, Perth. Yep. So if they can get over Perth, is Grace Harris the biggest worry or biggest concern for the strikers come the final if Brisbane make it? Yeah, they've got a pretty good side. Their bowling attack is strong too, but uh, look, I think... Yeah, I think she's the one. She's the prize wicket. She's made some runs in this tournament as she has. She's played for Australia. I I agree. I mean, in this game against the Thunder last night, 45 of just 22 deliveries. So it shows that she can take a game away from you. So she's the one that I think the strikers have to watch out for. The Perth Scorchers, they will probably go in just slightly favourites in that game. Yeah, I think so because it's at the Wacker as well. Um, and they have Beth Mooney and they have so Sophie Devine. And yeah, there's a number on. of them, but Beth Mooney's probably the... So if Grace Harris is the one we've got to worry about for the Heat, is Mooney the number one yes. concern? And Nicole Bolton told us that last week. She did, week, didn't so, she? Yeah. And we got her very cheaply when we, we played them. So it would be nice to, if they make it, get her out within the first over again. But yeah, Perth versus Brisbane, who do you think wins? I think... Uh, I think... Perth win tonight. Oh, I think it's going to be so close. Yeah. They've lost three in a row. I feel like Brisbane might take the momentum and, and knock might. them off and then we'll play them. Either way, I don't see us losing come Saturday. But it's a final. You never know what happens. But at home, we've won five in a row. Who do strikers prefer to to play, you reckon? Um, I, I'll be honest. I think on paper they prefer to play the Brisbane Heat. Yep. But they know that Perth has lost three in a row. So it's a tough one. Yeah. Really interesting. Um. And don't forget, get down there on Saturday to cheer on the girls. It's time for Movie of the Week, men's. Thanks to Toolkit Depot, tools, equipment, safety gear, and workwear. Toolkit Depot, everything you need to get the job done. Shop in-store or online. And when everyone says it can't be done, ducks fly together. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. You're up. Your movie of the week. It is. Now, I picked a a a recent movie. I I really like this decision. Yes. So I've gone with a movie called Air. And for the people that haven't seen Air, it is uh, available on Amazon Prime. And it is the story of Nike signing Michael Jordan. Yeah, it's uh, it's. This is a great. This is again when you think about how big Nike is now. Yes, they were not big back then. So this is major in history. I've got some numbers for you too oh, <laughs> from the movie. It was released in March this year. Cost seventy million dollars to make. Uh, made ninety million at the box office. But it really is. It, it's smashing it on Amazon Prime. Yeah. So 
hard to see sort of you know, where that money comes. It's directed by Ben Affleck. He's also in the movie. He plays the Phil Knight, the CEO of yes. Nike. Matt Damon, his good friend, plays Sonny Vaccaro, the Nike talent scout, who's he, the one who says this is, you know, Jordan's the one we need to get. I love how he stacks on the kilos for the role as well. Yeah. Like just yeah. you look at actors that lose all this way and get ripped for roles. Yeah. Well, he's gone the other way in this one, Matt yeah, Damon. Yeah, he's put on about 25 kilos <laughs> for this. Uh, which And he's great in it. Uh, Viola Davis plays... Jordan's mum. Yeah, she's great. And amazing in this. She's probably the best in the movie. Uh, Jason Bateman plays Rob Strasser, who is the head of the basketball division, yes. um, who gets a lot of credit for what happens here with Michael Jordan. Um, sorry, a story set in 1984. It Jordan was always going to sign with Adidas. He yeah. was a massive Adidas fan. Um, the track suits, they had the only leather shoe on the market at the time. They were offering big dollars, uh, but in the end, um, there was a just just Nike, Nike. This guy went hard. Sonny Vaccaro went hard. They stayed at it. I'll give you a listen to the trailer first. 1984 has been a tough year. Our sales are down. Our growth is down. Sonny, I brought you in here to grow the basketball business. There's nothing cool about Nike. I'm willing to bet my career on one guy. My name's Sonny Vaccaro. I'm with Nike. Do you typically make it a habit of showing up at people's front doors unannounced? I don't like to take no for an answer. What's the plan? We build a shoe line around just him. I need the greatest basketball shoe that's ever been made. Who's the player? Michael Jordan. But a shoe is just a shoe. Until my son steps into it. Got a name for it? Air Jordan. That's the part of the trailer. Uh, gets you pumped up a bit. So no one had ever, Nike were the first one to have this vision of going out, okay, we're going to get a shoe. We're going to name it Air Jordan. So the shoe developer came up with that name. Yep. He, or Jordan's agent also said that. The, the conversation between Sonny and the agent of Jordan after Sonny goes to the parents unannounced, which is just not done. Yep. Uh, is hilarious. We can't play any of it on radio because yeah, yeah. it works a bit blue. Um, just to give you an idea, again, they made the shoe red, black, and white Yep. in the NBA at that time. There was rules where the shoe had to be mainly white. Mm-hmm. So Nike paid a $5,000 fine every time he wore the shoe yep. uh, until they changed the rules. Have you got, um, You've got the stat in there, I'm guessing, about this was the first deal. First deal. Where a player actually got royalties down the track and it has changed the landscape of the clothing industry, the sponsorship industry. Yeah. So they, it was basically on the back of his mother as well. So they had $250,000 Nike yep. that they were going to split between three players. They said, no, we need to go to Jordan and give it all to him mm-hmm. for five years and a Mercedes-Benz because that was what yep. Adidas were offering. And then his mum rang up Sonny Vaccaro and said, you've, you can get the deal. We agree to the two fifty thousand. We agree to the Mercedes. Mercedes. Yep. But my son wants a cut of every shoe that his name is on. It's a great part of the movie because it's when you realise, wow, no one had ever done this before. And imagine if this extra detail did not get thrown in. Michael Jordan makes some millions and millions of dollars I've got, every year. I've got the figure currently without doing a thing. Yeah. So they they projected that they would sell three million dollars. Of Jordan Air Jordan shoes in the first year. Yep, they sold 162 million in the first year. Yep. Um, 
Michael Jordan now earns yes. $400 million a year. That's the one. From Nike. That is the one. He earns that $400 million a year from Nike, and he doesn't do a thing. It's just because of the shoe and the branding. It is an incredible deal. It's a great watch. Even though you know the story, there are things in there you don't know. Um, it, it, the, the speech from Matt Damon, we haven't got time to play it, but the speech from Matt Damon at the towards the end of the movie to get the deal across the line is brilliant. It goes for about four minutes. It goes through some of Jordan's past that he'll struggle, he'll get knocked down, he'll get back up again, but he'll be remembered when everyone else is gone. Yeah, and, and yeah, could not have nailed that anymore, could they? It's a great movie. Uh, it came out March it, this year. Yeah, I was going to so say it would have yet, been this so year. It's so it's called Air, and uh, March this year. Yeah, I was going to so say it would have been yet, this so year. It's so it's called Air, and uh, yeah, March this year. It's and you called can see Air. it on Amazon. You can see it on Amazon Prime. Yes, it is a great movie. I, I went and saw it in the theaters, and uh, yeah, they they've done it so well. I mean. Affleck and Damon, they, they are sports actors as well. They know about the sports industry and they na- absolutely know their roles in this. And it is, it's a massive moment in history. So definitely if you haven't seen Air, then make sure you tune in Amazon Prime so you'll get it. Really good watch. Uh, and that's the movie of the week, men's. We're almost out of time, my friend. That's a great movie, Bonds. Well done. I'm going to have to back that up next Wednesday night. Yeah, it's your, yeah, it's your go next week. Uh, look, it's been a great show. Don't forget, if you missed any of the show um, or missed any show during the week, go to where you get your podcasts and search for Sports Day SA. You'll find us right there, and um, you'll be able to have a listen and all the bits you missed out. Um, it's already Wednesday, man. It is. 36 is play tomorrow night. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Have a great night. See, See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay.